folks. Happy Father's Day, almost. Happy almost Father's Day. Father's Day's in six days. We're coming up. Get something for your daddy. <laughs> we just like fishing licenses. Don't worry about anything else. Oh, that's a good idea. Crocs are a really good thing Crocs for Crocs are not a good thing for dad. Yes, they are. Crocs. They are. They're, They're so good. They're, they just... They just are the best thing for dads. They're like a nice boat shoe for the dad. Does your dad know about sport mode? Yes. Four-wheel drive, sport mode. Which one does he use? It. I think he calls, well, for around the house, he just kind of does the leisure wear. So it's it's always in like two-wheel drive. It's never ready to go. But like maybe when he takes the garbage out, I'm sure he flicks it back over. Hmm. What about you, Rod? Oh, I, I mostly do two-wheel drive around the house, too. When I go out in the backyard, I flip it over to the back. <laughs> When you're back there feeding Commissioner Cheez-It. And the chickens. You gotta be prepared. You never know what kind of slippery terrain you're gonna be on. I'm more afraid of it just sticking to the ground and then pulling <laughs> my foot out. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stepping in mud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my I hate stepping god. in a puddle with them though. Especially if you have mm -mm, socks on mm -mm, under them. Mm -mm. yeah. If they're the fuzzy ones? Mm -mm. No. Your My dad, dad pulled the fuzz out of he his. He did. He did. He. I don't know why he ripped him out. He said the fuzz wasn't. He, no, he said anymore. why. He did. Are we allowed to say it on this? Go for it. I don't know what he said. You can. You can edit it out. He said it was getting stinky. <laughs> I used to I wash he, mine. I think it's because he kept wearing a barefoot. <laughs> but I don't know if he was wearing a barefoot. Was he? I have no idea. I always wear my fuzzy ones barefoot. So I don't have fuzzy ones. I just had the plain old white boat shoe <laughs> for a night out on the town. <laughs> night out on the town. Because uh, I feel like such a dad when I put them on, and I really like it, because I want to step into that, even though I'm nowhere near being a dad. Your sisters always keep their shoes so, like, fresh and clean. I know. Do they harass you about uh, keeping your white Crocs Those are clean? super easy. You just take a wipe to them, and they, they clean right up. I don't think I've ever wiped my Crocs oh, in my I whole do. life. I've actually taken like a toothbrush to my shoes <laughs> to get them a little camo more. Ones, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, see. Oh, my grandpa has the camo ones now, and he. I think grandpa he likes Ralph. them. I think he actually wears them. Does and Grandpa stuff. Ralph listen? No, he, does, I don't even think he knows what Karen? Spotify is. She's. Uh, they don't. They don't know what technology is. Do like, they even have internet up there? They. It's uh, like dial-up or some like AOL nonsense. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's something slow. Like, so my grandma was like... I didn't even know dial-up still existed. I, down in Garberville it does. Uh, but she goes, she texted me the other day and she goes, can, can you come by the house? Because she, part of the week she's in town. And I'm like, yeah, why? What do you need, what do you, like, what do you need for? She's like, my iPad is so slow. And I'm like, okay, I'll come by. I'm just assuming that she has all of her storage, you know, up on it. No. So I get there and she comes, she comes over. I look at her iPad. It is so delayed. And I go, what is all this storage? It's a flipping puzzle game that she has that has like 30 gigabytes of storage that she's using because she does so many puzzles. <laughs> and I'm like, how long have you been doing this? And she was like, like years of these puzzles. And she saves them all? She saves every single one of them. It was using- No, she does not it was save using them. So much storage, I, I was like, how? Like, I, how do you do this? She was like, well, I don't want to delete them. And it's just like a puzzle. It's like a cat that she put together. Can she, like, move it to a thumb drive or something? You know what? She really need to save her No, she does not need to save a puzzle. An online puzzle. Space, no, Grandma. she doesn't. She needs some iTunes storage, some cloud storage, $2.99 a month so she can keep her puzzles on there. We're not. I don't know. We're not making fun of you, Grammy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. She's great. She just doesn't like technology, and that's okay. It that's sounds her. like she likes technological puzzles. She likes puzzles. That's about it. <clears throat> that's funny. But um, yeah. So Karen's hilarious. Maybe she'll listen someday. I don't know. Maybe I could help her out and get her on Spotify. Does little Lily May listen? Little Lily May listens. Yes, and I just she came over last night for dinner. And does anybody have more followers than little Lily May? No. Anybody She's in the family? She's got almost 4,000. How many followers do you have, Savannah? Like <laughs> We're not She's even got, scratching the surface. 10% of the followers of the pug. So little Lily May, for all the people listening, is my grandma Sharon. We call her Gaga. It is her pug that she has turned into a Instagram 
superstar. <laughs> With 4,000 followers. She's one step away from being verified. And she oh, gets... Snap! She gets so much PR and merch and just stuff from other countries, from people, from other pug groups. She, like... It's crazy the amount of stuff she gets. That's it's awesome hilarious. at the same time because my grandma's having so much fun and she meets all these new people. She's like, oh, that's just my friend from Berlin. Oh, that's just my friend from Germany that she talks Who with. knew that when it's whoever so cool. gave your grandma that pug just because her pug her had little, passed away yeah. and they were like, we just wanted you to have this pug. Little pug. We wanted you to be happy and she's... The gift that keeps on giving. She's an entrepreneur, my <laughs> gosh. Hold Mastas. on. <laughs> but it's fun for her. She likes it. It keeps her company. She gets to talk with people all over the world, and they she gets to show off her pug. So little underscore Lily underscore May uh-huh. at, at Instagram.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she does listen, though. So Hi, Gaga. Hey, Lily and Gaga. They're probably listening on her TV or something. Oh my gosh, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen on one of our church uh, Facebook live chats. With <laughs> is Gaga saying, little Lily May and I are here. She's on her stinky pink blanket. <laughs> I thought I was going to die when I saw that comment. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she takes social media very seriously. Uh, As one your grandma does have to school you on how to do she social does. media. She does. No, she knows how to. She knows the algorithms. She really does. It's amazing. She she offered to bump the podcast numbers up by sharing it on her Instagram. If she did, we would probably have a few more followers. I'm assuming. Yeah, we really would. So maybe at Lily Lee May, if you want to help us out a little bit, because we do have an Instagram at ninety five Bellevue Podcast. So give us a follow. Yeah. Maybe you'll see Lily May on there. <laughs> Send us. <clears throat> give us some bumps. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Smash that like button. Smash it. <laughs> smash it. I remember being at Walmart in Alabama one time, and the lady told me to smash. Wait, that right there in the sentence. <laughs> and the lady told me to smash that there green button when I was paying with my card. I was like, what? Come again? Excuse me? <laughs> Baking powder? She's like, smash that button there. <laughs> oh, push the button. Okay, yes. I I had never encountered the term Did smash she say that button. Mash or smash. Maybe she said mash. Smash that button. I bet you she did say mash now that I think about it. <laughs> Like, figuring out like, what other states talk about, like, how their wording is very interesting to me. I don't know why, mainly because I don't know where any of the other states are on the map. You don't know where any other states are. <laughs> I know California, and I know Texas and New York. What about Oregon? You can figure that I know, one out, right? I know the coastal ones, and I know the ones I've lived in, but I don't really know much of the other ones. It becomes a, a mash in the middle. I always forget which one is uh, on north, if it's... Colorado on top or Wyoming on top? And I think it's Wyoming it's on Wyoming, top. It's Wyoming because the next one up is basically <clears throat> Canada. There's a few more in between there, but... <laughs> yeah, because Montana is above. Montana's in there and Montana is then Canada. It's, yeah. It's like... But I remember, like, all growing up, I could never remember which one. I always got them flipped. I think... Now that I've been to Yellowstone, I can remember, okay, Wyoming, See? you can drive north up into Montana, uh -huh. so now I know that Colorado is south, but... That's such a dad thing to talk about, I feel like. Is that map... I remember when we were going on to Arizona, my dad, he insists on... An atlas? A whipping out a map. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, yeah. An atlas? Is it an atlas? No, the one that I didn't have... I didn't have an atlas, but mm -hmm. I had... I did happen to find a map in the back of my car from my grandma because it was my great-grandma's car. And when we were moving... Uh, Jean. Yeah, when, when we were moving from... When I was moving from Montana to Wyoming, he had flown in because he was going to ride with me and go up with me. And he was like... So you have, you have a map. And I was like, Dad, that would not help me if I had a map because I would not know how to, what end is what way. I, would, <laughs> I had no idea. I would have no idea. I'm going to talk to Siri and let her guide me through this. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, what if you don't have service? And I was like, she works without service, Dad. Like, this is the thing. Like, we live in an era where we can do this. 
your dad and I, we've gone through so much. We went to, we used to have to have an atlas to be able to travel anywhere, or you had to stop in a gas station and buy a map of whatever city you were in. And then, oh, we got technology. We got AOL. And you got to go to mapquest.com. I do And type that. in your two points and get the maps, get the little instructions all printed out and have it on your seat next to you if you're traveling by yourself. And it, God forbid you should miss a turn. Or a road's closed. Then what do you do? Doggone. <laughs> I don't know. When we were going to Arizona, he was explaining, he was like, okay, so if you, it's such a dad, such a dad thing, and I, I will get to this point, and I'm excited about getting to this point <laughs> with my kids, um, is like, he was like, okay, so if we get separated, when you're going up the grapevine, you hit a left here, and you get a left, and we, we, we joke now, we're like, when you're going up the grapevine, and you see Aunt Uncle's farm on the left, and you hit a left, and go past the cattywampus Adirondack here, <laughs> if you see the general store, you've gone too far, but if you see Grampy Jack and the mango farm on the left, you're in the right spot. <laughs> you get so mad at us. So we do that, but like, that's what that sounds like when you're telling us we're going up the grapevine, hit this exit, hit that exit. I don't know what that means. You guys are such millennials. And, you guys and... end up in LA. Like, how did we get here? Oh no. Siri will tell us. I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't know how to get anywhere without Siri telling me that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I fear I that because I can't get Siri to, to work when I don't have signals. So I don't know. How you you, have to, you gotta do it before. You gotta you do it before. Signal. Yeah. yeah. And the, that map circling when we get into Reading, I really don't like that. <laughs> like, why is my map not coming up? Oh. I have no idea where I'm going. Why didn't I, I know how to get to Reading now just because I've lived there now. So I'm like, <laughs> I know I know that one. <laughs> but it's just so funny. Like, dads have this certain way about them that they do stuff like that. They have their routine in the morning. They do mm-hmm. their little thing and they... <laughs> They have their little jokes and stuff. My dad doesn't have too many jokes, but sometimes he does. Sometimes he has some funny things. Like, he does this thing like double gunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like anytime we take a picture, it, he does two fingers like a gun, kind of. <laughs> and he does like a, like a yo, but it's like a double, we call it the double gunner. Where it's like, what does that mean? But it means something, I guess. He said like, what? I kid you not. Yeah, I kid you He just does the most randomest things. Doggone it. Just stuff, just some stuff that I'm like, Dad, what does that even mean? But, and he does his little, like, he has his routine where he's like, Saturday's mowing the lawn, you know? And he likes his routine. He likes his thing. He gets his drinks from Starbucks. He has a specific one. He does that. What did your dad drink? He drinks a venti. <laughs> Iced black tea lemonade with the lemonade with the sweetener. And I say, Dad, don't get the sweetener. It's not good for you. With the sweetener. So he drinks an Arnold Palmer. Basically, yes. <laughs> In every restaurant we go to, he asks for an Arnold Palmer. The other day I was working and he came through and he switched it up. He got a Jade's Citrus Mint. Oh, see, sometimes Arnold he does just Palmer. get a Whoa. Oh, he fancy. <laughs> he got the bougie tea. What do you call it? Jade. It's like Jade Citrus. Citrus Mint. Yeah. But dads are just so set in their ways and it's so funny. I love it. Like, I'm excited to get to that point. I'm looking forward to that. Like you have the, such a good dad, too. Oh, Like, yeah. when you are at that point, you're going to have, like, such mm-hmm. a good resource. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Like, I'm, I'm super excited for my kids to... I'm, I'm excited for them to meet my dad and, like, for him to be, like, go into the grandpa stage mm-hmm. and, like, be that grandpa that's, like, coming... Because he's younger. <clears throat> like, our parents... We have a super cool opportunity that, like, our parents are super young. And so, like, when we have kids they'll the, our parents will get to do things with them they'll mm-hmm. take them out and go on trips with them and do all this fun stuff and they'll get to stay at their house and like it, that i'm excited for that i think it will be really fun and like it will be a cool chapter for my mom and dad to be in mm-hmm. and like i don't know i just think they're gonna be great at that they're gonna be great at like picking them up and taking them out for pizza and like going doing like going to trinidad and going on vacations and written the rv that says rent me on the side of it <laughs> like that kind of stuff like even though it seems so dorky that stuff is so fun, too. Let me get your first too. set of Crocs, sonny boy. You know, like, where, you know, like, taking, going on the family vacation and, like, that camera is around your neck and oh no one will gosh. ever see the photos from it, but you took photos. And, like, it's just, I, it seems so dorky when you're younger, but now I'm, like, I can't wait for that. It will be so fun. What's your favorite thing you've learned from your dad? Um, my favorite thing that I've learned from my dad, um, I actually posted about this on my Instagram because I look at, I actually look at this often. Um, I, he wrote, he, one morning we were in the kitchen and we were just talking and it was super random. And he said, uh, 
he said something like, um, always have a good, always be able to have a good conversation with yourself. Hmm. Like, Jacob Colby. Yeah. And I remember I was, I had a, I wrote an Instagram post about it because. I remember seeing that. Yeah. It it was a little more better. It was like better than that. It was a little more flowy, but he just randomly said it like, I'm, I, like, I had, I had a good conversation with myself the other day. And for some reason it stuck with me and I was like, wow, that's really good advice. <laughs> like to have a good conversation with yourself. And it just made me like look back at him and realize like he's so calm and so like always willing to like walk me through whatever I need to be walked through. Like he's so um, patient with me and even though we our interests aren't really the same all the time, like I don't, I'm not interested in what he's doing but he makes himself interested in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool thing to see with a dad. Like, even though I know he could care less about cars sometimes, I love cars and I love talking about them and I love Tesla and I love that kind of stuff. And I know he doesn't really, he does care about it, but not a ton, but he'll talk with me about that stuff. And he'll ask me things about my car and he'll ask me like, I remember when I was little, I just always wanted to go to a car dealership and like just look at the cars. And I always knew more Uh, than the salesman. Like I was always like, dad, no, that car does not have that feature. And the salesman would be like, it has this and that and that and this. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. doesn't (laughs) And, but he would take me and like, we would just go look for fun. And I don't know, certain things like that matter. And I will always remember that kind of stuff. And he's just super like, he's always willing to learn too. He's he's never not learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like always in your corner too. Mm-hmm. All of you guys. Always. He's never. <clears throat> my dad has never once. He's never once made me feel like I can't do something, but always made me feel like I don't have to do something either. Yeah. Like he's never pressured me to play sports. He's never pressured me. But then when I did play sports. He was there, mm-hmm. and he w- he made he made sure he was there. He made sure he would like he would practice with me and like tell me things and like, cause he was really good at baseball. Yeah, he's like he was awesome. Like he was, re- like super good. And that was his thing. And but he never ever made me feel like I had to play. And I think sometimes that happens a lot with dads. You know, they kind of get this pressure of like their son has to follow in their footsteps and do this thing and become this and do that and be better than this and that and that. He never did that to me. And I think it's helped me so much in life because I, I don't walk through life feeling like I have to do something. I, I, like, and I, I know whatever decision I make, I could tell him I'm going to join the circus. And he'd be like, <laughs> mom and I are on our way. Like, we'll be there. We'll help you pitch the tent. You know, train the elephants the whole bit. He might be like, what are you going to do in the circus first? But yeah. He might, but then at the same time, he is so for us. Yeah, he, he is. might not even ask that. He might go, "That sounds amazing. Let's do it." Because <laughs> when I was like, I remember I when I I remember when I was in Montana and I was in my internship and I was offered a job at the place I I worked. I remember I called and they were at Pizza Co. Mm-hmm. Which that's prophetic. My gosh. And <laughs> uh, Amen. Gonna get me. Uh, and so I called him and I was like, "Hey, Dad." Um, I got offered a job and he, so he, and then he stayed on the phone with me and he went in the back and he was like talking with me. He's like, he just like encouraged me through it. And I was remember being so scared because that was like a big deal. <laughs> like I, I was only 18. I was like, <clears throat> I had never, I had worked at a pizza place before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had no, I did not, was not qualified for the job that I was given. And it was scary because I had to move to a place I'd never been before again. And I was super scared about that because I I just made friends and I had just, kind of felt like I was in the culture a little bit and I loved Montana and I wanted to stay there and I wanted to do all the Montana things and do all that. And now I was being asked within a couple of weeks to move to a brand new place that I've never been before and do it all again, mm-hmm. basically. But then be expected to be the boss at the same, be a boss in some way or be like, a, you know, someone who's running the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I remember being so scared and he just kind of, the same thing, he just kind of talked me through it and was like, you don't have to but I think you should, like, Mm -hmm. I think it'd be awesome. And mom and I will be there and we'll help you in whatever way we can. If you need help moving, we'll help you. If we need help, whatever. And he's like, and if you decide you don't want to do it anymore, you don't have to do it anymore. And I remember just feeling so 
Like, I could take a deep breath. That's such good, advoi- good advice. Like, because sometimes we forget that when we make a decision, it's not, like, forever. Yeah. Like, you could you could decide something else mm-hmm. in a year, which and I think a few years later you did. But I yeah, did, yeah. That's such good advice. Anyway, go ahead. It was. <clears throat> but I just remember sitting there feeling like, if, it, if my dad's for me, then, what, like, what do I have to be afraid of? Because if, the, if he's for me, which is the main person and that I would want to be for me right now, mm-hmm. him and my family, if he's for me and he's kind of, like, the telling me this, then why would I, like, why should, I shouldn't fear anything. Mm-hmm. And that's how I really felt. Even though I was scared going into it, it, it just being able to know that the backing was there. Yeah. And no matter what choice I made, I literally <clears throat> could have chosen the next week to move home and they would have came and picked me up and it wouldn't have been anything other than your time in Wyoming was awesome I hope you learned something from it Mm -hmm. you know and part of that like me and my dad he's always even though he doesn't seem like he's up for adventure he's up for adventure because he helped me move to a brand new town that we've never been to before and I did not have a house when I drove into town (laughs) we were on our way from Montana you have so much favor it's like so crazy it's amazing when I look back at that it seems like oh just old hat you know whatever I got a house in the literally the hardest place in the U.S. to get a house because it's a million dollars for a shack Mm -hmm. and I but somehow I got this amazing house and I was able to afford it and live in it and like I don't understand but my dad was that's why you're always saying won't he do it that's why I say won't he do it because (laughs) I've seen him do it (laughs) but it's just I I remember pulling into town and him he wasn't afraid he's like we'll get a hotel you can rent Airbnb like we'll give you money Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out we rolled into town and I got signal and I got a call from my boss and he was like, hey, give this guy a call. He might have a place. So I mm-hmm. called him and I was like, I'm in town. He was like, oh, meet me in a couple hours at this house. We're cleaning it up. Might work. So we got there and I signed the papers the next day and I got this house and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Tiny, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so do you call your mom first or your dad first? When I got the job? No, do like in general, who do you call first? Uh, most of the time I call my mom <laughs> because... She answers her phone? Logistically, my dad doesn't have cell phone service where he works. That's true. But um, I've noticed, it's funny, because I've noticed, like, um, well, I work with my mom, too. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a different, we have a different relationship. Um, But, like, on things that are, like, I need advice from or something, I, or, like, I need help with something, I call my dad. So, like, if, like, like with the job, I think I I called my dad, I think, because I was, like, I, I don't know, like, what to do here. And my mom always has really good advice, but sometimes I don't... <laughs> sometimes I don't want to hear it in the moment. <laughs> Your mom is too wise. She's very <laughs> wise. And then later on, I always go, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but with my dad, he's just super good at, like, walking me through in the moment of, mm-hmm. like, here's this, here's that, here's your options. You can pick either one of them. Like, for example, when my car broke down that day, when you fixed it, because you're a mechanic well, with your anointing not, oil. Not Cammy, not that one. My my Malin car. She <clears> broke <throat> down when we were going kayaking a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. And I, when I got, I called my dad and I told him what was wrong with it because I got an estimate and all that. And he was like, "Well, you can either fix it or you can get a new car." I'm like, "Dad, no, that's not good advice. Don't tell me that." He's like, "Well, you could." And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't have money for that." He's like, "Stop talking about money." He always reminds me that the streets are paved with gold in heaven. Yeah. So stop acting as if you don't have the money. There's some realistic don't things. Don't be that acting you, poor. Don't, yeah. Like, get that out. He's all, he's so good at that. He is the best person I know about that kind of stuff. Because he knows your true situation and he knows that you're not a He's not saying spender. go out and just do whatever you want. But he he's knows saying, you're not a, like a major splurger. No. You're not terrible with money. So for you, that is really good. But advice. he's also saying, and he's <laughs> also saying, if you have to have a car, and you don't have the money, don't worry, he'll get, he'll work it out. Yeah. Like, don't, don't have that mentality. And he's, my dad's really good at that. He's the, he's always like pepping me up with that. He's always like, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry about money. God doesn't operate on money. He operates on loads of money. <laughs> Won't he do it? <clears throat> but yeah, he's really good at that. And even though sometimes I get like, I can't do that. I can't. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever. He just reminds me of where I am, what I'm doing, what I'm doing it for. Like, keep on going. Keep working hard. My mm-hmm. dad has always encouraged me to work super hard. 
You guys and, are all really hard workers. And that's why. Because my that. dad, he encouraged us and sh he showed us what hard work is. Like, he is yeah. a hard worker. He, he showed He's one of the hardest of workers. And you guys are all really hard workers. You guys always have two jobs and go to school. Like, you guys are all really hard workers. He should be really proud And I'm proud so of you thankful for it because back in the day <clears throat> when I would start working when I was like whatever 15 or 14 or whatever when I started working, I hated it and I didn't want to go and he always he drove us and my mom drove us and they just they it would never it was never like it was never like a it was always just like no, this is what you do. Like you do it cuz you're bettering yourself, you're working and in the long run you will be so thankful. And right now I am so so thankful that I have that in me because Get up at five in the morning, go to Starbucks. No big thing. Like you do it, you get it done, and you have a awesome. You like you do. do it, and it turns out being great. And I just, I don't know. I see how he works every day, and he works so hard for our family. And he's never <clears> been like, he's just always so positive and good, and like provided for us in every single way like mm -hmm. that we need. And we've never gone without anything that we've needed. We've all like he's never made that an issue. That was never anything that was like, oh, you can't go to. You can't go on to, to school. You can't go on like the school trip. You can't go to the internship in Montana. It's like no, we'll work it out. God will work it out. He'll give He'll give us the money if we need it. He'll give you the money if you need it. Like it is. I I've just learned so much stuff like that that I just function in it daily that mm -hmm. I don't even know. But I I like talking about it right now because it reminds me of what he's taught me that he didn't even have to say. He's just showed me that going to work and doing things and staying late and working hard and being honest and being generous and like. Keeping God, he always says, keep God in the middle. Keep, like, keep God first. Keep and God he always right says, you know, read your Bible every day. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't do it all the time, I hear him saying that <gasps> in my head. I know. Watch the pearls. You don't read the Bible every day? Burn me at the stake. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't you know you were talking to a pastor here? You can't admit that. Edit that out. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She does that same stuff to me. You read the Bible today. And I, was, I read the verse of the day, all right? What do you want? Jesus, there I is. almost, FYI, I almost never ask him if he read, read the Bible today, but I will ask him in the morning when he literally gets up out of bed, walks into the kitchen, pours himself a cup of coffee, sits down right in front of my face, and gets on TikTok. <gasps> <laughs> At like 9.30. <laughs> I feel that. It's just what's on when I click on my phone. I know. it was on there from the night before. I know. Uh, but, well, it's the funny devil because works because in mysterious ways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but my brother sends me links like all the time. Oh, I deleted that TikTok <laughs> app like three times, and then he's like, sends me it's a link. Back like, on there. I'm mean, gonna load it just so I can see this. Oh, it's, it's really better be funny. good. I'll do it. Fine. You got I me. try not to, but I do. I do sometimes. <laughs> I don't guilt you a lot. I will say that happens once a month, maybe. <laughs> but it's usually after he's complaining because he doesn't have time to read the Bible. And I'll be like, well, don't get on TikTok when you first get up there. I haven't said that in a long time. Because, Years. Because well, well, he doesn't want to get The last time Jane Mello was <gasps> Jane. there talking about. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to send this one to Jane. Yeah, talking Jane. about uh, how they're doing all those little phone cards. Oh, SD cards. And, oh, yeah. I, and I just made this comment to Jen. I was like, I need one of those phone cards. I would, but not like I put it in my Apple anyway. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, well, you can just have your Bible app read to you. I'm like, <gasps> Oh, Future. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I could do that. So then, I'm, like, excuses coming out the window. I just listened to it in the van. Mm -hmm. I <clears throat> love having my Bible app read to me, even though I don't do it very often, because it remind it reminds me that that's probably how the original hears uh, receivers like received the a lot of the New Testament. They would have had it read out loud to them. Oh, weird. And I get different stuff out of it when I listen to it. When I read it, I'll read maybe like a little chunk at a time and like really ponder it and like do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, don't want to get too far into that. But when I listen to it, I'll listen to it as if it's like a story and I'll make connections that I didn't make when I was reading it. So I love listening to it now because he, he kind of inspires me to listen to it when, yeah. I'm, when I'm driving or whatever. He does a lot of driving. I don't do a lot of driving. I only drive up like a half, half hour to work, half hour back. So. That's all you yeah, need. Most of my day is driving. <clears throat> yeah, but I I think that the hard work thing is just one of the best things that you can learn from a dad. It's it's um, my parents got divorced when I was I don't even remember how old, probably like eleven maybe, 
and um, and my dad always worked hard, even though you know they had other issues. But he always went to work mm-hmm. and stuff, and provided for the family as much as as much as he could, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but my stepdad, he uh, has always worked really hard, and like, there's just th- there's just something that's important about. Some people don't realize how rare that is to have uh, a dad or a husband that goes to work and comes home every single day. Yeah. Like, to to me, that's just what you do. Cause he, and, and my husband, he's just, yeah. an, he's a really, really hard worker. And yeah. I'm super, super proud of him. But that's not the norm for a lot of people that you're, that you just know that your husband's going to come home from work that day. Like, because, you know situations whatever they are so um some kids don't get that some kids don't have dads some Mm -hmm. i don't know no i I feel very fortunate in that way like it's just something that we just expect (laughs) that a lot of people don't have Mm -hmm. and but like even um like like he taught rodney he taught um Nikina, I taught her how to drive, but like he taught her how to back up a trailer and he changed her he taught her how to change oil and he's taught her how to change tires and um, he taught her how to ride quads and like all this different stuff. And I remember my, my dad doing that to me too. My stepdad mm-hmm. taught me how to drive, although he, he wasn't super patient. Um, he was kind of like one of those silent guys, like you'd be driving and he'd be <laughs> silent. And it was back when the speed limit was 55. And, and like, you know, when you're first learning how to drive, uh-huh, you don't quite jerky, have yeah. that like steady, really steady <laughs> foot. So it's like speed up. Oh no, I'm going too fast. Slow down and speed up brakes, and slow down. And, well, not quite brakes, but on the freeway, you're just sort of like up and down with the accelerator. Anyway, he, he would be silent, silent, silent. And suddenly he would be like. You're not going to drive one of my cars that's 59 miles an hour. And I'm like, ah! And I just remember my mom would be super patient. She'd be like, okay, so when you come up to this stop sign, you're going to start easing your pressure down onto the brake about halfway down the... You know, she would, like, tell me exactly, like, when and how and everything. And my dad would be, like, silent. I'm thinking of my dad when we learn. My dad is so chill with the car. Like, it's opposite. So my dad is, like, on his phone, like, not even paying attention. It's like, oh, that's, get over there. Oh, maybe hit the brakes a little bit easier next time where I'm mom. Still, now, I, she, I go around this corner. She's grabbing the handle. She's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, mom, I've never been in an accident. Calm down. Like, it's going to be okay. We're gonna be okay. I know how to drive. <laughs> She's like, that was really fast right there. I was like, Mom, Mom. My dad's not even. He's asleep. <laughs> That's how Ronnie learned how to drive from his dad. He he learned down in Southern California driving back and forth to work sites. He's like 13, doesn't have a license. <gasps> oh my god. Having to make like huge SoCal like transitions to what I don't know what freeways. Oh yeah. It's like the 118 to the 605. All the way. <laughs> like we were coming from Sun Valley all the way to Anaheim. And it was like in traffic. Like, and he's like, you take care of it. He just falls asleep. He's snoring, <laughs> literally snoring. Like, and we're in a pickup truck, not a little car, you know. And I'm trying to make lane changes and everything else. And then I'm like, I don't even know if I remember how to get home. <laughs> and I was afraid to wake him up because I want to get him mad at me. You know, something's like driving like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Luckily, when I got to the transitions, he could, it was pretty self-explanatory. It's like, this way to L.A., this way to Anaheim. I'm like, all right. Thank, thank God they put names on there, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, which, which exit do I take? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, uh, Nikita likes driving with me more because I do the same thing as my mom. I'm like, okay, this is how you do this. This is it. Put your signal on here. Yeah. Make sure you check your shoulder. And... <laughs> He'll be on his phone, and she'll be like, "I don't know how to do this. Why are you on your phone?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Just, He's just like, take this exit here. Fine. <laughs> um, there's a stop sign coming up. All right, go back to my thing. Like, oh, just ran that one. I... Don't do that the next time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little more on on than I used to be, but like. <laughs> when, you, when you go swerving into a parking lot at 25 miles an hour and almost hit the building, you're well, like, maybe slow down. <laughs> break, break, break. <laughs> you wish that you had one of those brakes like the car and the with the instructor and decided yeah. they have their own brake. <laughs> like, can we get that installed? Yeah. <laughs> no, Nikita's actually a pretty good driver. It's kind of funny. 
<laughs> oh, it's just funny. It's like just the, like the personalities of dads and moms, like how it works is just so great. I love it. Like, cause sometimes it's the opposite, and sometimes it's they're like. This, it's, I don't I, think my mom ever taught me how to do any of that. Like, I was driving like my dad's little pickup truck on mm -hmm. the like, like out in like this equipment field. Like, I could just go driving around. Yeah. Like 11, 12 years old. That's all I learned, yeah. So he's just, just take the truck and go, try not to hit anything. Oh, <laughs> like, gosh. Not even in it? <laughs> no, he's just go. He's working. He's like, go, go drive around a little bit. That's how we were at my grandparents' ranch. Like, my dad, they were just like, they were fine. We've been driving quads since we've been, like, I've been tiny. Like, mm -hmm. I, that's how I learned, like, how to do that. And yeah. my grand, they would ride with me every once in a while. And then once I, they thought I was good, I would take it wherever I wanted to go. And same thing with the car. I learned stick shift, all that stuff, you know. Uh, trailer or anything like that, you know, they just can't, you just can't really hit much. I mean, mm -hmm. if, you, if you hit a fence, you hit a fence, I guess. I don't, don't know. Don't hit the cows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I feel very blessed that I had that opportunity to be able to grow up on a place where there's a ranch where I could learn to drive. You know, some people, if you live in the city, you don't ever, your first time driving is with the instructor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know crazy. what the, how that is. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember my first time at the driving instructor place in Anaheim. We were, I was like, uh, they were like all driving around. So they each took a turn. And this one girl spent like 20 minutes trying to, to do a K turn. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. But she just kept ending up back in the same spot <laughs> oh, over no. and over. He's like, no, turn the wheel the other way. And she's like, <laughs> she still ends up in the same spot. I'm like, I don't even know how this is possible. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, they had to take her out of the seat and put me in there or somebody else. And she could like, not figure it, it out. Come on now. Like, but they were like trying to give her a chance. But we were like sitting back there like, oh, my God, just turn the wheel the other way. Yeah. It'd be fine. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, you, what do you learn from your dad? I definitely learned uh, my my work ethic from mm -hmm. him. He he was a uh, uh, very hard worker. He, he's usually up early in the morning. Like, a lot of times I went with him to work when I was weekends, summers, since I was in the sixth grade. So I definitely learned that from him. And obviously his ability to think outside of the box, like he, he did a lot of stuff that other people not be able to do yeah he's kind of I, one of those I geniuses can. that uh only went to school until like sixth grade or something but is like a master journeyman yeah welder That's all, all those like, people are they always their like, minds just work yeah. totally yeah. different he actually worked for the state for the last 10 years that he worked now he's retired but um and he passed all their tests and uh got like work credit because he had no diploma because mm -hmm. you can't get you can't work for the state without no. a diploma and he got all that and got right in, and he worked for uh, a number of years. But he did, like, stuff there that's just, like, he, like, took over things and just made it happen, you know. Yeah. But he could do lathe work and mechanic work and welding and all that stuff, so. Yeah, he just understands how things work. And you're like that, too. You're a lot like him. You're, yeah. you just understand how things work. Yeah, if you give me something mechanical, <laughs> I'll figure it out, but... Give me a paper. I don't want to take their tests. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like a refrigerator keeps things cold. I don't really know anything else. And he's like, oh no, he understands like all the pieces and all the parts and how they fit together. And I'm like, I have no yeah. idea what you're saying mm -hmm. right now. But yet I'm supposed to be smarter. Like no. In life, he's way smarter. Yeah. <laughs> way smarter. I think yeah. that's that. That is one thing that like and I the, think is shifting. One of the things that he really instilled in me is like you can fix anything if you have the the owner's manual and or a repair manual and he taught me how to Fixing go through it. it and learn how to do it through the manual oh wow so that's something because cars like they're, they're changing every day yeah. you know all of our equipment is and, mm -hmm. and uh, you can't just know it like tomorrow the knowledge that you have from yesterday's stuff is not the same mm -hmm. yeah. so i don't know i, I value knowing stuff but I also value being able to do stuff with the tools you have. Yeah. Uh, you know, tools <laughs> and having the, the, the ability to make yourself learn more. Because he, he'd always learning. I mean, yeah. And so even in, even after he retired, he, like, bought a sawmill and decided that he was going <coughs> to learn how to, I don't know, make his own something. Well, that Boards and furniture and, and, and all sorts of stuff. He's, keeping busy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the picnic table in my front yard he made oh. uh, the lawn chairs he made those Adirondack chairs uh, 
They're not Spade. cattywampus, though. And that's all, <laughs> that's all out of the, the wood you know, that he milled from, like, somebody's house. You know, yeah. or, like, he went and salvaged wood, like, from an old mm-hmm. big stump, you know, <laughs> big redwood stump, and then made, made some really good furniture. Some of that stuff he could have sold for a long time, for a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if he'd um, been in the right area, if he'd been like in the Bay Area or in Marin County or something like that, he could. He was yeah. selling like octagon uh, tables with like the chairs attached mm-hmm. for like just a few hundred dollars. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you need to be taking that down there and selling for a couple grand. Yeah, but, and it was not like just white. It was beautiful, like work. very beautiful work. Bird's eye, they call it wood. Just beautiful. I don't know. He just just he he's a, always just done stuff. He made his first three mills. He built Bob. his house. See, that's something. Yeah. I want to build my own house. You want to? I don't know how to do it, but I want to learn how to do it. You want to have a mechanically minded handyman? Yeah, I don't person. know if I'm a handyman, but I can figure well, it out maybe. I mean, I helped him, and I didn't know anything. I just kind of did. I was more manual labor than anything. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes down to it, even now I have working knowledge of a lot of things, but I don't think I could build a house. Yeah. Right. That's just, yeah. Well, what's really I, funny I, is I probably could figure it out just like you can. Yeah. yeah. YouTube, baby. There we go. <laughs> My dad loves YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, the first few years of our relationship, I remember he never was like, I'm going to go up and see my dad. He was always like, I'm going to go up and help my dad. And I, after, I think we've been there for, we've been together for just a couple of years. I don't think we were married yet. But I was like, why do you always say that I'm going to go up and help my dad? And it's just because he was always, if he wanted to see his dad, because his dad was always working. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to spend time with his dad, he had to go out in the shop with his dad. So, And all of them were like that. All the boys are like that. They're always yeah. like, I'm going to go up and help, help my dad. I'm just like, okay. To them, it's exactly the same thing as going to see their dad, yeah. to spend time with their dad. Yeah, it was always something. Like you get up there and it's like he'd be milling stuff or working on his loader or you know, oh, I've got blue, I blue a Jeep. hose because I have yeah. to replace it. And <laughs> restoring a Jeep, whatever. He's always doing something. Mm-hmm. But he can't just Building sit in the house. house all day. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, yeah. It makes you like, I don't know, with my dad, I'm like, he's like that contact in my phone that like, it, it's almost like that safety net of like, oh, something's wrong. I'll call him. And then he just instantly makes it feel better. Like, mm-hmm. no matter if my car was on fire, if I called him, he'd be like, yeah. We'll get what you need out of it, and then get away from it, and call him one. You know, it just like walk me through it step by step. Even though like I could figure it out, it's just always like that little bit of like you know reassurance of, and he might be freaking out himself, but he's really good at keeping a keeping a good cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know if I ever had a problem, I needed him. Mm-hmm. I call him. He was like. Dads. Dads. Dads are important in society. One of the things that Chris Vallotton talks about is that um, one of the main things that contributes to some of the issues that we're having in our society is fatherlessness. Mm -hmm. He always says that. You have you heard him talk about it quite Mm -hmm. a bit. You want to talk a little bit about? I don't know a lot. I want you to. I want you going on it. No, you. Well, I've just heard. When we were at uh, school, he would always. You know, in, one of the things that was really cool that I remember being at school was there's a lot of people that don't have dads or they never knew their dad or they, they didn't have a good relationship with their dad. And as much as we like to, as much as like, it's all, like moms can do it all too. Like it's not, that's not that they can't, but like there is an importance of having a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. Like and them functioning in those anointings. That's what they like. That's why God designed it that way. Yeah. Is because each one functions a little different, and um, he. I remember Chris Valentin. There was one day where he was like, <clears throat> I rem- He was like, everyone who has a bad relationship with their dad stand up. Everyone who doesn't have a dad, everyone who's never seen their dad, who doesn't know their dad, is on bad terms. All of that stand up, and you know the room stands up, and then he goes, and all the people who have a great relationship with their dad, get a hand on them right now. Find someone, get your hand on them. Take your anointing that you're that you were blessed with from your dad. Wow. You don't even have to have that anointing. A lot of you aren't dads, but but put your hand on someone and bless them with that anointing of your dad. Mm, because so guess good. what? We also we we have a great dad who's who's the ultimate dad, and he is giving us that he's bringing that anointing today. Yeah. And it was really cool just to see people like. I, 
it just like get that anointing of fatherness, like the father and like a dad. And I don't know what that's like, but I know it'd be really hard if my my dad, I didn't have a good relationship with him or something or he wasn't there or anything. Like, yeah. And how are you supposed to let people know that they have a, a father mm-hmm. in heaven that loves them? They have some people just have no grid for that whatsoever. And so it's important for um, for people to have, even if they don't have a dad, but for people to to um, <clears throat> have relationships with people that are, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? To to be a a, a dad like a spiritual space dad. Yeah. in their life, you know what I mean? Uh, we have a couple of girls in our lives that don't have dads either. They've passed on or they just never had them or, you know, they were raised by their moms or being raised by their grandparents, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And I'm just so proud of Rod because he gets to yeah. kind of be the, just love them. Yeah. Just be there for them. Offer to teach them how to drive, you know, <laughs> just, just the like little things that, just yeah. like hug them and let them know so that, because a kid, <clears throat> a kid's heart, I, I love, um, I just kind of came into this teaching pretty recently, but it is really beautiful that we need to be able to raise our kids in such a way that when they come into contact with uh, a teaching about God, that they believe mm-hmm. that. And a lot of that comes from having parents in the house that love them. So when someone says, there's a God in heaven that loves you, then you find that easy to believe. But if you grew up in a home where you were not loved, or you weren't, or you didn't feel loved, then when someone says there's a God in heaven that loves you, it would be very easy for them to say like, nope, that's that's not me, that's mm-hmm. not for me, you know what I mean? So when I, <clears throat> talking about school, talking about income inequality, talking about race, talking about all this type of stuff, talking about not having equal access to health care, all kinds of social justice issues that are, um, are problems mm-hmm. in our society, so many of them... I agree with Chris, could be um, <clears throat> dealt with if we dealt with having fathers in the homes, if we helped parents, if we helped heal marriages, if mm-hmm. we helped people even to get married before they start having kids, if we helped people, if we helped to love people, if we helped to help them uh, build their families, maybe they don't have anybody to teach them. You're going to, you're going to have an amazing family because you had a great teacher of how to build a family. Yeah. But if you had a jacked up dad or you didn't have a dad, you don't have any grid for how you're going to build a family, how you're going to mm-hmm. be there for them. You don't, maybe you know how to work hard because you had to, not because you had it modeled for you. Yeah. And I mean, this is just such a deep topic, but it's, um, the the dad's influence, <clears throat> the dad's voice in someone's life, even if it's a, even if it's minuscule, if it's a spiritual father, if it's just a friend's dad that you know loves you and cares about you, and no matter what you do, they're gonna be there for you. That type of thing, like that's just really important. It's important for us to love our kids and do well by them and raise them up in such a way that when they are told about God, that they believe that it, that He's real and it's true and that He loves them. <clears throat> But here we are, this this group of people that are trying to convince people that do not have a great relationship with their dad that, oh, they have another dad. They have a dad in heaven yeah. that loves them. And they're like, mm, they, oh, have, they have a hard time, man. Yeah. They have a real hard time. Yeah. And so that's why, it's, I think that's just why it's important for us, for the church to be a family so that we they, people can learn how to function in a family. Mm-hmm. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be mess ups. There's going to be not good things that happen. Yeah. But that's a family sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And and families have to work through stuff. Mm-hmm. When families grow, there's a, a, a transition period. There's like, you have to figure stuff out. You yeah. know what I mean? So sometimes people don't know how to be a part of a family and the church has to teach them how to be a part of a family. That when you mess up, you don't get rejected. When you mess up, that's okay. Come to the table. Come and talk to us. Let's. Yeah. Let's figure this out. Let's get you equipped so that you can mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> reign in this area, so that you can have you know victory over whatever it is that you're going over. And if there's someone that needs to be punched in the eye, then let's go do it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Tire change. <laughs> let's get that. Teach them what they need to know. So yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of a cool opportunity. It is. But it's sad that it's a problem. But. The fatherlessness thing. But yeah. we've all had... Uh, all three of us have had pretty good influences in dads, so mm-hmm. it's good stuff, man. Father's Day. Don't forget your dad fishing license. Yeah, he's gonna need it. Maybe some, okay, Crocs. 
Fishing license. Kirk's fishing license. These are gift ideas for Maybe your Maybe like lunch at a barbecue place. Maybe hot brew. What's that one you like, Eureka? Um, I like Humboldt Smokehouse. There you go. I like Sammy's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Cadillac burrito from Humboldt Smokehouse. I want to go get that. Oh my gosh. They also, if you're into macaroni and cheese, they have one that's called a Mac Daddy burrito mm-hmm. and it has macaroni I think that's and what cheese I would get. inside. Maybe we'll go there for my dad on Father's Day. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, but Sammy's barbecue, every type of meat possible. He's mm. got ribs. He's got Kahlua pork, which is my personal favorite. He's got, um, what else does Sammy have? He's got chicken, I think katsu chicken, and he has teriyaki chicken, and he has like chicken quarters. And they have, don't they, they have tri tip too? Do they have ribs and tri tip? Yeah. He's got like seven different types of meats. You can get. Now I'm hungry. <clears throat> well. Let's go to dinner. All right. Or <laughs> there's <laughs> always Tornado Dave's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't forget about Tornado Dave's Pizza Factory. Tornado. Ferndale Pizza. Ferndale Pizza Company. Hot Rods Rips. Hot Rods. Hot Rods. Up and coming business. Be on the lookout. <laughs> Hot Rods Daddy's Day Jerky Special Extravaganza. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we should have. Uh, we should have, what's this podcast called? 95 Bellevue. <laughs> 95 Bellevue Jerky. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can never make some. I've got some made Whip ready. some up. <laughs> I got a big baggie of it made at the house. Drink it with, d- coffee and jerky does not sound good. So mm. Humble Bay Coffee and jerky does not sound good. But at two, two separate. Two great things, just not together. <laughs> Ricky told me that there's something called a, a Sprite Banana Challenge or something. Ricky, like Sharice's husband? No, Ricky. Oh, I was like. <laughs> Nikina's. Nikina's Ricky. Sticky Ricky. <laughs> Is that a thing? A Sprite banana challenge? I've never heard of that. No. <laughs> I'm not eating a TikTok Sprite. probably. I don't know. Oh, goodness. I don't watch that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I hope I hope you made it through our Ramble Town <laughs> podcast again. It was great, Dad. Hug your dad. Hug your dad. <laughs> Send them a card. You have time. You got six days. Yeah. If you're watching, if you're watching on Monday, Crocs orders and ships quick. Just so you know. Okay. I wish I had a code that you could put in. Try 95 Bellevue. There might be a 20 percent off. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we love all the dads. We love all the moms. We love all the families. We love all the humans. We love everybody. That's good. Let's honor the dads this week. Amen. Church is over. Mm-hmm.